Hi, I'm Jay Fallon. Thank you for listening to The Slippery Slope. So the title, the headline for this episode, I believe Christianity and the Bible will soon be illegal. Why do you say? So I'm going to go over a few articles, a few uh, that I've already touched on in previous episodes and tell you, explain to you why I think this will happen. It's very concerning. Anyway, the first one I'll bring up, okay, is not so long ago. This headline here says, uh, well, I'll read the one from ABC News, says Queensland police say the uh, Wyambilla shooting was a religiously motivated terrorist attack. So if you remember, I did this episode uh, a while ago when this article first came out. I'll just read part of it. It says uh, Deputy Commissioner Linford said police had been investigating Stacey Train's diary as well as the trio's text, social media postings, and 190 interviews. What we've been able to glean from that information is that the train family members subscribe to what we would call a broad Christian fundamentalist belief system known as premillennialism, she said. Deputy Police Commissioner Linford said the trio saw police as monsters and demons. She said the COVID pandemic, climate change, global conflicts and social disparity contributed to their belief in their system. Whilst the behaviour was similar in some respect to sovereign citizens, we don't believe this was connected to a sovereign citizen ideology. We believe it's connected to the Christian extremist ideology. There was a belief that this is what she's saying, okay? There was a belief that Christ will return to the earth and provide peace and prosperity, but it will be preceded by an era or a period of time of tribulation, widespread destruction and suffering. They started preparing for the end of days. Obviously, they've taken out of context, even if this train family did, uh, were listening to this kind of, uh, were listening to, supposed bible teachers okay and even if this was did make a part of their own ideology there is nothing in the bible about um about taking up arms and shooting shooting innocent people and killing police officers when they come to try and look for you this and and the the way they've twisted bible teaching and now describing it as extremist fundamentalist ideology now another story again i uh i covered this uh, i think it was last year when it first came out i'll read i'll read this headline to you this comes from the european conservative the bible as hate speech it says so it goes on to say on march 30th in 2022 a finnish court decision brought good news to everyone who loves both freedom of speech and freedom of religion finnish mp uh, I'm not even sure how to say her name, but I'll give it a go. It's Pavi Rasanen, who was on trial for hate speech for expressing convictions that arise out of her Christian faith, was acquitted on all counts. Her views cut to the heart of the prevailing view of sexuality today in the West. On Twitter and Facebook, she posted content calling homosexual acts dishonorable, contrary to nature, and shameless. This trial garnered international attention largely because Rasanen was charged with hate speech, not just because she expressed her views in her own words, but because she quoted the Bible, which is, uh, remember, old Israel Folau quoted the Bible. 
Anyway, it goes on to say, in protest against her churches, so she's quoted the Bible in protest against her church's sponsorship of an LGBT pride event in 2019, the church sponsoring it. She posted a link to Romans, the book of Romans, chapter 1, verse 24 to 27, which condemns homosexual activity in no uncertain terms. So it goes on to quote the verse here. It says that, Therefore God gave them up in the lust of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie, and worshipped and served the creature rather than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason God gave them up to dishonorable passions, for their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature, and the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another, men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. And that was the English Standard Version. So to understand, it goes on to say, to understand this case, it is helpful to read this passage carefully. It shows how countercultural the Bible can be for 21st century Westerners. This is what this article is saying. Countercultural, the Bible can be for 21st century Westerners. Even many traditional Christians who deem the Bible the infallible and inerrant word of God cannot help but cringe a bit at the harsh, unadulterated condemnation of homosexual practices in this passage. After all, virtually every authoritative voice in our culture and everything we see and hear in everyday life tell us that one's sexual orientation is natural and not subject to moral judgment, and that the free expression of almost any sexual impulse is a positive good. Got to remind you, this is what the article is saying. This is not my opinion, okay? Obviously, the article goes on and expresses how, you know, we should all just be accepting and, you know, and, and we can't be held accountable for our sexual desires and how we act on our sexual desires. The problem is, the Bible says, the Bible says that we can. We, sh- we don't have to act upon our every sexual desire we have we actually do choose the sexual desires that we pursue and we have a choice to make and the bible says this is the right way this and it lays it out very clearly this is not the way god intended this is not what is good for you so as this as this article says virtually every authoritative voice in our culture basically and everything we see and hear in everyday life tells us that one's sexual orientation is natural trying to paint this picture that it's all good it's all natural we should just be accepting it and says that it is not subject to moral judgment that's because if you're reading articles like this and people with this mindset obviously they don't believe in god and they don't really understand they don't want God who would say that these things are wrong. They want to chase after whatever desire they have in their heart. And they don't want to know that there are some things that you should not do. They don't want to be told that you cannot do some things. 
Thus, while we have pride marches, pride, pride, which the Bible says Lucifer was cast out of heaven for the pride, for his pride. It is the original sin, isn't it? Pride. And yet we go and have our pride marches, a pride month for crying out loud. We have a whole month classified as pride month. So now the next article. I'll read the headline for this. You'll probably, it's, uh, it says, UK pro-lifer arrested a second time for silently praying near abortion center. So in video footage of the incident, a police officer can be seen telling recently acquitted Isabel Vaughan Spruce that it is still an offense to pray in the abortion clinic's buffer zone, even if done so silently. So in Birmingham, England, UK pro-life activist Isabel Vaughan Spruce, who was just acquitted last month on charges related to praying outside an abortion facility. Isn't it funny? She was acquitted last month and yet police still, still go ahead and arrest her a second time. So she was arrested again this Monday for silently praying outside an abortion centre. In a video posted on Twitter by Alliance Defending Freedom UK, Monday two male Police officers can be seen asking Vaughan Spruce to step outside the exclusion zone of an abortion facility in Birmingham. Vaughan Spruce responds by calmly saying, But I'm not protesting. I'm not engaging in any of the activities prohibited. To this, the one officer said, But you've said you're engaging in prayer, which is the offence. Praying. Praying is the offense, okay? She says silent prayer. She's engaging in silent prayer. And he comes back with no, but you're still engaging in prayer. It is an offense, restated the officer, who then asked Vaughan Spruce if she would prefer to be arrested rather than step outside the exclusion zone. She says, are those the only two alternatives? Yes, said the policeman. So in a series of follow-up tweets, one of which contains additional video footage, ADF UK stated that police wrongly claimed that the PSPO, the Public Space Protection Order Buffer Zone, banned Isabel from simply standing near a clinic. This is simply not true. A court ruled only weeks ago that Isabel broke no laws by thinking a prayer in her mind. How can MPs roll out this law with so little clarity? So ADF UK is referring to Clause 9 of the Public Order Bill, which MPs in the House of Commons are set to vote on. So according to ADF UK, the passing of this clause would criminalise any form of influencing outside of abortion facilities, which would include prayer with a potential prison sentence of up to two years. Now, the last one I want to go through, and it's not really a headline, it's it's a movie, a documentary, which is coming out. The documentary is called Praying for Armageddon. In this so-called documentary, okay, uh, the headline, one of the subtitles says, uh, when biblical prophecy fuels political power. Now, when talking about the film, it says, Praying for Armageddon is a political thriller that investigates the dangerous consequences of the fusion between evangelical Christianity and American politics. Through years of reporting, 
This film not only reveals how structures of fundamentalism weaken the very fabric of American democracy, but also highlights the devastating impact religion wields on US foreign policy. From a grassroots foundation and megachurch empires to the dark backroom maneuvering in Washington, D.C., this film ventures inside a movement that ultimately aims to destroy our civilization. This deep dive into power and policy unveils how politicians driven by faith embrace Israel as the key to their prophetic vision for the end of days at any cost ultimately escalating the spirals of violence in the Middle East. As, Inter as Intercept journalist Lee Fang says, we cannot look away. Now, in press reviews, Variety says, however, the core thesis is abundantly horribly clear. There are a growing number of people in positions of major power in US politics and broader society who are actively actively working to bring about the end of the world as we know it. It does not feel fine. Uh, Deadline says, imagine not only believing the world is coming to an end, but wanting it to happen eagerly. Then take it a step further and imagine people with such a mentality engaging, engineering American politics and foreign policy to bring about the way things, uh, the very thing they seek, the apocalypse. The problem is, okay, if you you read through what the, uh, well, when it talks about the film and about these reviews and everything, they completely twist what the Bible is saying. They, they twist, misrepresent what people are saying about, uh, about the end times, about the tribulation period, what the Bible teaches in the book of Revelation, in the New Testament, what Jesus spoke about, what the book of Daniel says. They are misrepresenting Bible prophecy. The media is now framing the Bible as teaching hate speech. There's been more and more of a push towards banning the Bible. It's becoming more, the, the very thought of banning the Bible is very acceptable. People don't want to know that the Bible teaches that homosexuality, all these sexual perversions are wrong. They don't, we... Our society teaches, it actually preaches, that we must accept homosexuality, that we must accept the LGBTQ propaganda, ideology, that we have to accept drag queen story time, that people don't have any control over their sexual urges, apparently. We live in a world that does not want to hear that there is right and wrong, that does not want to hear that they cannot just do whatever they want. The world we live in today does not want to hear the truth. They do not want to hear about God. They want to hear about a God that just makes them feel good, that doesn't tell them that they are sinners, that they cannot just run after every sexual deviant desire in their heart. They don't want to hear that it is not right to just sleep with whomever and whatever you want. They don't want to hear that you can't actually be non-binary. They don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that mankind was made in the image of God. They do not want to know that there is a right way and that there is a wrong way. They do not want to know that God will judge mankind, that will judge them individually 
in the end. They do not want to know that what they're doing is wrong. And when you start putting all these things together and you see these news stories come up and you see the rhetoric coming across their news, I believe it's not going to be that long before the Bible will be banned. It will be illegal to own a Bible, an actual Bible, you know, like just the, the normal King James version. You might be able to own the kind of Bible that, you know, the Chinese have rewritten or something like that, but you won't be able to own just a regular King James, New King James version Bible. And it will be, and Christians, we are going to see more and more Christians who believe that you can and should pray, that you can and should ask, uh, rely on God, on the Lord Jesus Christ, that you sh can and should read your Bible and follow the teachings in the Bible, that you can and should believe that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, whosoever believes in him will not perish and have, but they will have everlasting life and that they believe that God will return to the earth, that there will be a tribulation. We are going to see more of these people, more Christians who believe in the Bible, arrested. I believe Christianity, how do you say it? Bible-believing Bible Christianity will soon be, will soon be illegal. And they are going to start forcing the Christian church underground in Western society. That's where I think we're going. I think we're going there a lot quicker than people realize, than Western nations like Australia realizes. Let me know what you think. That's my opinion. Thank you for listening to The Slippery Slope.